I'm gonna get my take on the surviving R Kelly documentary. A lot of things has came out even since that. So I just want to get my opinion on that. Everybody was jumping on it at one time and you know, so I say, well, I- I'm gonna get my opinion on it. Cause some things has got on my nerves with this surviving R Kelly situation. Now, so R Kelly, let's talk about him. I remember I first heard R Kelly. Oh man. You know, I grew up on R Kelly literally. And I definitely remember what was the group, um, R Kelly and, um, Oh my God, that group he was with at first before he kind of broke off with it on his own and did that 12 play album. And so on the 12 play album, I remember, uh, the song sex me at the time. And I'm like, man, I said, that's different because you didn't kind of hear those kind of lyrics, you know, in an R and B song, like R Kelly was doing it, but anything that R Kelly was putting out, it was hits. And even though all this surviving R Kelly things has come out, his streams is up. He recently did a show and it sold out more people trying to check out R Kelly now than ever before. If they would have kind of let him go into obscurity, no one would even be looking to his music like that. Except people that's like maybe my age group or those who really, really appreciate that kind of R and B music. But we all knew a lot of things that was being said about R. Kelly, and I'm gonna have to say allegedly. And I write the reason why I have to say allegedly, because in my position, I cannot just say he's this and he's that because I'm not about to get no letters from no lawyers telling me anything. See, a lot of y'all can get away with that. I can't. So until he's convicted of something, I have to say allegedly, and I'm gonna use that word completely through what I have to say. Now the things that he done allegedly we heard about some of these rumors when we were kids, the first thing about the Leah situation, right? So I remember when, you know, the back and forth came out and, and, and R Kelly was always together. And I always say, Oh, that's interesting. I said, but I mean, you know, maybe he produced our album, whatever. And that's kind of what he did at the time period. Then I remember when we heard they got married and I say, well, Hmm. But Aaliyah never told her age. So no one knew Aaliyah's actual age. Now he's claiming as of today that she lied about her age. She said she was 18. Then I saw a clip where Aaliyah was kind of saying that her mom kind of told her to lie about her age in certain instances because she was trying to basically get on. So is the mom told her to lie about her age and maybe she did at the time period. I don't know. But my thing is this, I've been married before. When you go through court paperwork to get your marriage license, of course they want your information. They want your social security card, driver's license, whatever. If she was the age to say she was being 15 and she's lying, there's no way she could have lied to get that marriage license. Ain't no way because you just don't lie to them. You got to prove your age where you're staying. So the people that gave her the marriage license knew good and well, Aaliyah was 15 years old, had to. Now, once they found that out and I don't know the laws in Illinois, when the area of child marriage, now in order for that to happen, ain't no way they lied like that. Aaliyah lied. Ain't no way because they got to get the information. 
So in order for her to marry R. Kelly, either somebody had to pay somebody to forge something on that marriage license or the mom knew about it and was cool with doing something with that. And then they maybe all was together on that one issue. I don't know, but I know you can't just lie to them people at the courthouse to get a marriage license. That's a legal document. They don't play on any of that. So that's just my personal experience of getting marriage license. Right. Um, they also talked about in the documentary, the one of the main dudes is the older cat was saying that, Oh, R. Kelly come told me about the situation with Leah and he got her pregnant and, and okay. Why the, that time period? And this is my problem with the documentary. If you knew that he was being with an underage girl, we're talking about Aaliyah. Why didn't you turn him in? Now they say when she got pregnant, they heard of and got married. Okay. So did the parents okay something like what, what happened where you felt it was okay for this situation? Now we as grown men can, can pay attention and say, Hey, what is he doing with this young girl? Now they had this one girl that talked about that. She walked in allegedly and caught R Kelly and Aaliyah having sex. Why did she continue to work with R Kelly at the time period when she know that was wrong? You get what I'm saying? Why didn't she go say something and turn R Kelly in? So you got all these people talking about R Kelly, but you around him allegedly when he's doing all this and you don't help these underage girls from being abused. See, see, you have to think a little bit before you talk, because it's not like you just an innocent victim and R Kelly did all of this, this things and you didn't say a word. You did not say a word at all, period. Now let's fast forward to all the other people, right? That was involved with this. They all said that R Kelly would go to the high school all the time and, and try to go pick up underage girls. Okay. Allegedly. So you mean to tell me no school administrator noticed this grown man on the campus, this grown man trying to pick up girls all the time. He's never there like picking up his child, his you know niece, nephew. He's never there, but he's always up there at the high school trying to get girls. And you know, from being in high school, if a girl is fooling with a grown man, everyone's going to find out because come on the black community. That was normal. I remember girls from my time period. There was 16, 15 would be bragging to us saying that, Oh, well, I don't want to fool with none of y'all. Cause my, my boyfriend, he, he grown man. You know, he 23, he 24. He give me money. You know, he, he, I did, he a dope boy, whatever he do this, he do that. I've heard that so many times myself growing up in the black community and nobody would go and say, Hey, that's pedophilia. That's we got to turn that in. No one never did that. So it's not so far fetched that some of that was going on. Okay. If you grew up in a black community, especially not, I'm not talking about today. I'm talking about during the, the, the nineties, at least when I was a teenager. So does it make it right? No, but it was going on. You had dudes that was 16, 17 sleeping with grown females and nobody never said anything. Now you couldn't tell your mama or your pops about it. No, 
but that was happening. We have to be honest about that. Um, now, so you, he's at the high school all the time. So no school administrators notice this grown man up there. I'm just asking just we got to ask all questions. You can't just take everything with someone say, and not ask all questions. Now understand something, any man or woman that fool with children is despicable. And my attitude when it comes to rapists, pedophiles, etc., it's one way they need to be handled. And I'm just not going to say here, but they don't need to be going to no jail. That's the only thing I would say about that. They don't need to be in jail. They definitely don't need to be in this country anymore. Now, my thing is no school administrator saw R. Kelly up there. Now they had this one coach that was up there. I think this coach was a former police sergeant or something. He said he saw R. Kelly at the school. So you mean to tell me you as a police officer didn't question R. Kelly? What are you doing up here, bro? Why do we see you up here? I ain't kids. We as men know when a man is looking at a child or looking at a girl or a woman or whatever we know. And none of y'all said anything. Another thing I had a problem with, you have all these teenage girls going to R Kelly. Okay. Being around R Kelly. How many of you as parents will allow your 14 year old daughter or 15 year old daughter just to take off and go to some grown man's house and be there all the freaking time. I wouldn't do it. Most of you that listening wouldn't even dare consider letting your child go to some grown man's house. And a lot of times they was admitting that some of their mamas was allowing them to go to R. Kelly's house because they felt that, well, if you go to R. Kelly, R. Kelly can get us on. Didn't even care about their children. Why are we talking about these parents that allowed their daughters to go to R. Kelly's house, allegedly, and for R. Kelly to do these things to their daughters. Why did the daughters, if these things happened allegedly, did not feel comfortable to tell their mothers or their fathers or whoever what happened? Why did they keep going back to R. Kelly's house after these incidents would happen? Why? I, I, I don't understand all this. Because anyone that just was some, just a little bit of a, a, a logic, a little bit of common sense, you start asking all these questions about why. If all these rumors is swirling around Chicago at that time period about R. Kelly with all these girls, nobody said nothing, no parent checked R. Kelly, no parent called R. Kelly out, no parent ran up on R. Kelly, nobody. He just free reign, just fooling with everybody, kid. Anytime he get good and ready. I'm just saying, does it, does it make sense? You say the principal spoke to him. Okay. You say the principal spoke to speaking to him and stopping him is two different things. Ain't no way that you're going to have a man keep going up there and doing that. And you don't stop it from happening. And all I say, all this has to be alleged because once again, I can't go on him doing it because he hasn't been convicted of a crime. Anyone can accuse you of anything. Anyone can sue you in this country too, for whatever reason they want. And you have to prove that you didn't do it, whatever the case may be. So that, unfortunately, there's countries like that. So you also, you had people on there like Jamila Lemieux, the queen of hating black men sitting up there, looking like Smurfette with that blue hat, old as hell, 
and, and got a child, but you over there with this blue hair talking about R. Kelly. They had that Tawana, uh, what's her name? Tawana Burke lady on there from the Me Too movement. Complete movement that originally was started to try to get at black men. Then the white females came in, the white liberal came in, took their movement over. It wasn't meant originally to go after uh, white men. That movement was never meant to go after white men. That movement was originally meant to go after black men. So all these things that you've seen with the white liberals doing all these hit pieces on black men, well, they just kind of taking it off of white men and centering it back to what it originally was started for. The only issue people like Tawana Burke and all these other ones are having is that the white women are doing it now. They're not taking the lead. They were black men. They're going after. So you had people on there like John legend. He's another one talking about R Kelly selling things about R Kelly. Then a picture pop up with him and Harvey Weinstein. Then he wants to say, Oh, well, I didn't know Harvey Weinstein was doing all that, man. That's BS. Everybody in Hollywood knew how Harvey Weinstein was. Oh, Tim, you didn't hear no rumors about Harvey Weinstein. That's a lie. The other person, Torrey, he's another one. Run over the mob about R. Kelly. What happens with him? Just the other day, a woman came out and she was disgusted about what he was saying about R. Kelly because in 2017, there was a makeup artist and he kept saying things to her that he wanted to F her. He said that he would like to have anal sex with her and he kept doing this to this woman and she ended up quitting the job. Now she saw him on the R Kelly, uh, documentary that she say, Oh hell no, I can't deal with this no more. I have to say something. And that's why that woman came out and said something and Torrey admitted that he did do what this woman stated. So, you know, he Torrey would go hard in the paint against Bill Cosby, anything with a black man, Chris Brown, just trying to destroy whoever black man he can to try to get up the ladder in which I can't stand that. So, you know, you had Wendy Williams, you know, she's in there talking. I'm like, Wendy, why are you talking with all the issues that you have in your life with your husband? Seriously, seriously. You know, I'm looking at all these people that are just coming in here talking about R Kelly situation. And I'm like, y'all just need to leave that alone. The issue, my issue is you're saying, well, why you, why y'all saying that about R Kelly? My thing is if R Kelly did all of this, why didn't, wasn't he checked back then? And that was the perfect time to check him because everybody's eyes was on him. He had the court case and they talked about that going on and on and on for years. I didn't know he had 21 counts. That's one thing I didn't know. That's a lot of counts of child pornography. And they said he wasn't guilty. Now was R Kelly paying a lot of people off. I do believe that. And he was probably making them sign NDAs. I don't know what he was, they were signing the NDA for other than not to talk, but what did he pay him for? I mean, what do they have on him? We don't know. Okay. But also what came out with this R Kelly situation is that he said that he was going to find out everybody in it and he would find lawsuits on everybody, find lawsuits on a lifetime. He said that lifetime did not allow anyone in a documentary that would speak to his character or defend him. Well, they didn't create that documentary to speak to your character or defend you. That was meant to assassinate whatever you had going on. Okay. That's just kind of how that was with that surviving R Kelly. You know, you had Charlemagne in it and you know, they had, uh, 
rumors, everything about him with last year. I mean, he wasn't convicted of it, but allegedly he fooled with a underage girl too. So why was he even talking? And I'm just saying, it's a lot of people that was talking that should have just stayed out of that situation. Let the people that, that, that had an issue with him talk, you know, and then his ex-wife, Andrea, one minute she talking about R. Kelly's a piece of crap. Then the next minute you see in the video on Instagram, listening to stepping the name of love and, and, and people saying, Hey, you one minute you complaining about R. Kelly, but now you're listening to his music. You know, they're like, Oh, well, you know, that's my child's father. And, and I support him. And it's like, you know, think she, she going back and forth with the situation. So how could you, you know, make me think that you were just on there just to try to, I guess, clout chase or whatever. Right. Then sparkle. She was another one. Now sparkle, put out a record around the same, well, right toward the end of the surviving R Kelly situation. Right. Um, if she knew what was going on, she said she, she introduced her 14 year old niece to R Kelly and supposedly that allegedly that's the one that was in the tape with him. Everyone talks about, but you know what happened on the stand. You say it wasn't me. The parents said it wasn't her and they, you know, got off or whatever. Right. R Kelly was, was found not guilty, but sparkle didn't say anything about prior to the cousin, Denise introducing. She didn't say anything about R Kelly. I'm just saying the other woman that said that, you know, R Kelly met her, um, and he was sleeping with her. Then bringing all these other underage girls, Okay. She didn't think anything was wrong with that either at the time period. No, I'm just saying it's so many people that's complicit with him allegedly doing all this. And we have to say, if we're going to hold R. Kelly accountable for what he allegedly done and which he should be held accountable, then we got to hold everyone around him accountable that knew what he was doing and never said anything. Because it's just like with the police, if they know you has either kept quiet or knew about something about the crime, you never said nothing. They find out that you had some information or something to that effect. They figure out ways to charge you for that. So why is it these people aren't being put in right with him as actually worse than him? Because you knew what he was doing and you still didn't say anything. You knew children was being abused. You knew he was manipulative. You knew all these things about him and you still work with him. You still uh, was cool with him and you didn't try to save none of those children. I'm sorry, but they are completely complicit with R Kelly on these alleged things that he has done. Now R Kelly, his streams is up. Jada Pinkett, was kind of bothered and saying she don't understand why R. Kelly streams this up. Um, it's called something is a term called a Streisand effect. That's why now the Streisand effect is an unintended consequence when you're trying to censor or get rid of a particular person, but due to that, it draws more attention to Pete to that person and more people go look for it. For instance, you introduce R. Kelly to a whole different generation of people that wasn't listening to R. Kelly. So the moment they went to look for his music to see exactly what he had going on, and they played a lot of his music too in this documentary, right? 
Now, R. Kelly admitted in that song, I did it. I think I think I, I, I did it or whatever it was. I admit it, whatever. He talked about that he don't own his publishing. All his you know publishing is owned by the record labels. So all the music that you heard in the documentary, the record labels are making money off of that. Now, you heard also, allegedly, the record label stated, well, yeah, we know he's doing that, but he's too important. He's making us too much money. Now, I can believe them saying that because over there in California, especially in Hollywood, that is pedophile central. It is pedophile central all the way around. Corey Feldman tried to tell everybody that. He, he was on a tour trying to inform everybody about watch your kids around these pedophiles in Hollywood until somebody stabbed him up to keep him quiet. But so now everyone talking about R Kelly, his streams is up. I went to check some of his music and uh, you know, at the beginning we played with trapped in the closet. So I went to that video and I just wanted to see the comments and the comments all said the same thing. Well, R Kelly, he's a butthole, but man, his music. And that's all I kept. People kept saying, and then some people say, I never heard R Kelly in my life. And then they, they, now they eating up all his music now. So the labels are making a bunch of money now off of this surviving R Kelly documentary. My issue with the anger at R Kelly is black people should have handled R Kelly back in that time period when that was going on. And a lot of black folks overlooked what R Kelly was doing, going along with R Kelly because you wanted something out of it, him to put you on or whatever. And now all of a sudden what 20 some odd years later, now you're angry with R Kelly and that's call it what it is. I haven't heard any rumors about R Kelly being with any underage girls since that time period around that court case. Now, um, I know he's still with young women, but the last thing I heard about him was he was some 19 year old. No, he like him young. So I guess he's like, well, forget it. I'm not going to allegedly fool with the, the ones that's young. I'm going to make sure to get them 18, 19. Like me personally, I can't, I could not just as at my age single, if I was a single man, I could not deal with an 18 year old or 19 year old they mentality. Like what, what are we going to talk about? I mean, seriously at 18 and 19, I mean, my conversation at 18 is not the conversation I'm having now. So, but, but you know, I don't know about people like that, but they said, Oh, he has this girl in the cult and all, this, that, and the third he, he's entrapping these women. I heard they have some sort of investigation into him in Georgia, but then one of the girls that went up there, their family members had said something to tape last year where they said that, Oh, they, they said R Kelly held him hostage up there, but they leave in time to get good and ready. There's so many holes in the, in, in the, in these, these stories, you know, for me to say everything is dead to rights to survive an R Kelly. Now, did they put the documentary together? Um, pretty good. Yeah. I mean, man, they, they really did a good job on that documentary, the way they put it together, but there's just too many holes in it for me. I need, you know, some, some answers. I like to know what he says about it. Like, you know, publicly his response to it outside of the few statements that he did make with the situation. Um, Will people stop listening to R. Kelly because of this? I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. Cause we live in a time period that people don't care anymore. They really don't. Uh, they're like, Hey, well, you know, I don't care. I'm just listening to music. That's how a lot of people are today. 
I'm not saying it's right, but that's how a lot of people are. So you had these women and they were immigrant black women at that starting this mute R Kelly. That's just not going to work. If they couldn't mute Donald Trump and he was definitely admitting to sexual assault, he became the president of the United States of America. Hold on. I don't know what that was just now. Anyway, he became the president of the United States of America. Now, that's more embarrassing, if anything, that you had a person like um, Donald Trump become the president, yet he admitted to sexual assault. That screwed up. So, now this is what the propaganda says about everything. They're trying to make black men the face of pedophilia. When black men are not the face of pedophilia, R. Kelly, let's say this play, I don't like using the word devil's advocate, but let's say everything they said in that documentary was 100% accurate. Let's say every bit of it was accurate. R. Kelly is not the leader of pedophilia in the United States of America. He's not. All these Catholic priests that we hear every week molesting hundreds and hundreds of children. Why is it? Have we not seen a good documentary about surviving the Catholic church? Why haven't we seen that? These priests do not even go to jail. They don't. How is it that you have all these victims coming out and no prosecutor will prosecute them at all. How are they getting away with that? But then you have the black woman district attorney, Kim Fox says, well, you know, if any victims are Kelly, come, uh, come let me know. And, and uh, we want to hear your stories and okay, that's fine. Do that. But why don't Kim Fox also put a call out to black people? And say, if any black person has been brutalized by the Chicago Police Department, if they have been sexually assaulted by the police department, because you have cops sexually assault people all the time, come to us and, and report it so we can investigate it. See, now one time she would do that. But when any time it's to destroy a black person, oh, all hands on deck. Let's destroy the black people, right? So we now have no surviving the Catholic Church. We're not putting these Catholic priests on blast who have molested and raped hundreds and hundreds of, of, of boys in, in, in Catholic churches and have felt up on girls. We don't want to talk about that. We don't have a surviving uh, Jerry Sandusky. Where is that? We haven't seen that. They ain't talking about Jerry Sandusky. What about Roman Polanski? Where is that surviving Roman Polanski? We don't see that. What about surviving Charlie Sheen? This man is out here admittedly passing around HIV to women. And we don't have no documentary on that. What about the documentary on that? Ed, uh, Burt guy out of California the big Democrat donor 
the one that, and I, oh my God, the sick things that he, he do to people. I read the details of that. It is sick. He go to like skid row and he go out there hunting for vulnerable black men. And he will roll up on them and offer them, you know, a couple of hundred dollars to come back to his place. Now this is the guy that had the two black men die in his uh, apartment and he hasn't been prosecuted. He's never been prosecuted because he got money and he white male, right? So this guy would get these black men into their home, his home, his apartment. He would tell them that he would like to party and play. Now that terminology means party means smoking drugs or doing drugs. Play means sexual intercourse. So these brothers who are on the streets in skid row, I mean, down on their luck, don't have anything hungry. Can't get their next meal. They would take up his deal. So he would have them go to his place. He would have them dress up in, in these white, like tights or whatever. And these leather, uh, uh boots you have them have on. And he wants them the whole time smoking uh meth. Now, you know, meth is not a black drug at all. Okay. He had this big suitcase and I saw the picture, big suitcase full of sex toys that he has there next to them. And while, you know, they're smoking meth, he's making them take two Viagra and one Cialis. He's making them take all this. So you're smoking the meth, taking two Viagra, taking a Cialis as well, uh, because he, but he says that he don't want them to, you know, not have an erection. There's this same guy is running around giving the Democrats all this money. Right. And he's been known to be a predator for a long time in the homosexual circles. This guy would sit up here and, and, and do sex with these guys and also inject them with meth also. And some of them were like, no, nah, I want you doing that. We're like, well, Hey, I paid you for this and you got to let me inject you with meth. And then he will call these, uh, black men, the N word. He'll call them, um, my special N word friend. I mean, he, he was a white supremacist, but that's what he would do. Now, why is it that we aren't, are we going to see a lifetime documentary on him? Now I had a guy that talked to me that used to be in those circles in the LGBT circles. Right. And, uh, he's not part of that community anymore. He talked to me on the phone about it and you know, he's married to a woman, everything. And he said that they do not report the predators that's in the LGBT community. He stated to me, there's a lot of them and they hide it and they prey on black men a lot because black men are poor. A lot of them, black men are vulnerable. No one cares about black men. So, you know, he said a lot of them would do all kind of craziness to black men and bury them in the backyard and nobody know anything. What happened to these black men? Um, so are we going to see a special about anything I'm just telling you about, um, with this, that guy, that Democrat guy, are we going to hear anything about that? No, but everyone's mad about R Kelly. We had two black men. No matter what you think about their, what they're doing to get money from this guy, 
it's still two black men that were murdered at the hands of a white supremacist male and no one is saying anything about that, but everyone's mad at R Kelly at the same time. Everyone is mad at R Kelly. Harvey Weinstein is getting charges dropped and cases dropped left and right. You had uh, Harvey Weinstein had his case dropped uh, when Ashley Judd, the actress, the case she had against him that got dropped. So, so Harvey Weinstein, he not gonna see a day in jail. See when it comes to black men, y'all have no problem going after them. And when they do wrong, that's okay. I have no issue with that, but it should be equal across the board when it comes to these Caucasian males. And when they doing all this predatory evil things, I, we don't see the same smoke. I'm gonna say from black folks, and definitely not the same smoke from white folks. You have to understand in propaganda, they do the same thing. Y'all fall for it every time. When you see a black man, a woman, and their picture being put up and they're being demonized, step away for a minute. Say, start looking around say, okay, what are they distracting me from? Let me look around. I mean, there's something going on. They try to distract me from. That's what they do. They're they, propaganda is a thing. We have to be smart. We are, you know, they talk about a war. We are in a propaganda war every day as black people. So if they're trying to, even though, yes, R. Kelly, has he done things that he shouldn't have and is wrong? Allegedly, yes. We, we, may, we may say that allegedly, right? But at the same time, we can't just look over and say that's just hate R. Kelly and mute R. Kelly and not mute the rest of them, okay? What about, um, what's the next person? Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey, the actor, he went to a bar, gave a, a teenage boy a bunch of liquor to the point that he was inebriated, and then he raped that boy, okay? He got arrested. He just recently went to court for his first appearance. Nobody's saying nothing about Kevin Spacey. But everybody's mad at R. Kelly. All this situation going on with all these different white males but R. Kelly is the one everybody mad at. R. Kelly is the one we need to mute. How about we mute them all? Not just R. Kelly. I, I, I'm just saying. They want us to have this high and, and mighty and, and also this super morality about everything when it comes to black people. But when it comes to them, oh, no, well, well, well. And then, you know, that crowd, the anti-black male crowd, when you tell them about all this, they like, well, you know, we ain't worrying about them. We worrying about R. Kelly. Oh, so you don't care about the victims of predators. You just care about black men doing something because you actually cared about something. No matter who doing it, you're going to home in on it. You're going to call it out. And they're not doing that. And notice with the Ed Buck situation, notice how quiet the LGBT community is about that story. They're quiet, aren't they? Well, anything, but in this time, someone does something to them. They're loud. They're, they're the, the, their groups coming out. But with this Ed Buck story, you, they, you can hear pin drops from them. Now that person that called me about the LGBT community, he says a lot of racism in it. And I do know that to be true because I've had a lot of black people that's in the LGBT community told me the racism that's from the white ones. 
I'll say, but hey, white supremacy is the same. It don't matter if they're straight, gay, whatever. It's still white supremacy. But I'm just I'm just trying to tell you, pay attention to all these things that's going on. Now what they're doing, they're going from R. Kelly to Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson dead and gone. He is gone. He ain't here no more. And they said that someone made give me a second. Someone made some sort of movie, a documentary or something and submitted it to the Sundance festival. This is what they done. So they're moving from R Kelly to Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's not here anymore. Even though a lot of people have said that their parents made him lie. Even though Michael Jackson was acquitted for those charges that was put on him. The FBI even searched his home. They didn't find anything at the time period, but they now here. They come with Michael Jackson again. Then they just recently mentioned, well, why is it that Chris Brown still has a career? So if you're paying attention to it, they're following the same playbook. They've always followed ever since we've been here, the black man, you have to be careful with him. He's the most brutal sexual deviant in the country. Black men didn't rape so many women to create 600,000 half black children. The white man did that toward the end of slavery. That's how many what they call mulattoes was in the country at that time period. That is a lot of raping. Okay. The black man has never did that much raping. You created over half a million people through raping. These same ones. Okay. Was raping children during slavery, still doing it to this day. These same fools that try to sit up here and put all these things on, on saying the Art Kelly's and the Michael Jackson's and Chris Brown's, they traveled to, to third world nations to fool children. It's documented what they're doing. They, they, people who doctors, lawyers, people with money travel to third world nations, people that's, that's struggling and paying them to do things, evil, evil, ungodly things with children. But we, but we as black people, you know, we as black men, we supposed to be the representation of pedophilia. And understand something. You may say, oh, that's R. Kelly. No, 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 no. In this country, one black person represents the group, whether you like it or not. One black woman represents all black women. That's how they always done. They have never let black people as a whole try to have their individualism because we really don't push back on it as we should, because when we call them out on something, say, well, th that's not me. That's not us. That's him. You know, when he wants some racism, white supremacy. So we have to think and we have to call them out. If okay, if y'all, you also survive an R Kelly. Cool. Let's put that out there. Now we need to start reporting them. And I'm telling you right now, all these teachers is out here molesting children. I'm reporting your stories. Now, I used to keep up with it a, a long time ago. I used to do with the fire cross teachers, as I used to call them. When I used to focus on the female pedophiles, that was always messing with these students. I said, oh, I'm about to put your mess out there now. I said, because I, I know how to fight propaganda. You fight that with the truth. If we're going to have a surviving R. Kelly, cool, let's have that. But I'm putting your mess out there too. Because you are not going to run around here and think you are just uh, free 
and, and you don't do nothing and you're not going to have no propaganda saying it's just, it's black men and be careful. These black men, this and these black men that hell no. So, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm telling you already. Matter of fact, I already did a story. I'm going to probably put it out here soon of what, what are these substitute teachers? Actually two substitute teachers I've reported on, on two different channels. I got to put out, forget that. These people have some nerves to try to sit up here and frame pedophilia on black people. R. Kelly is one individual. He doesn't represent black men. And the way things are being done, that's why I'm just not always convinced with everything. I need to hear the other side too. Just as much like you would be in a court case. I need to hear the other side. And if that's true, nail his behind to the wall. That's what he needs. But no, like I said, I look at things in a bigger sense, guys. We got to look at that in the area of propaganda. These people wage a propaganda war on us daily. And if we haven't realized that yet, how they just playing little, little moves and trying to get, see, they play with y'all a lot and they move y'all like little puppets. Oh, I know how to get the blacks emotional. I know how to get them upset. I know how to get them sad. They know all that because they, that's all they do is study you. That's why. So they knew exactly what they knew exactly what they was doing when they put that documentary together, to go after R. Kelly. They knew what they was doing because it was too much heat on white men who are out here, sexual deviants, pedophiles, etc. And, and they, they do not want the, look, these people have, who is it? Ted Nugent was one of them had an underage girl. I think was it Elvis Presley when he got with his wife, she was underage to Priscilla. Um, what's, what's, what's another one? Uh, was it, uh, uh, I think Mick Jagger. They talked about him. They talked about underage girls being at the playboy mansion. Always some underage girls with them people, but black folks, well, black men, we supposed to be the, the face of it now. You were talking about Brooke Shields. Yeah. I heard, and then I saw a video of Demi Moore when she was like, I don't know if she was 18, 19 or whatever how old she was. And she was kissing like an underage boy in the mouth. I saw that on Instagram. These, these people do all these things. And then we now supposed to be, I'm talking about black people supposed to be the ones that's the leaders of this mess. That was never tolerated. Uh, like I said, the only thing I can remember is tolerated. Like I told you earlier was, at the teenage stage, you say the Catholic church. Yes, of course. The, the, the Catholic church. We know about that. Hell the Baptist church too. How many times have some of these Baptist preachers have food with some of these teenage girls? We we've seen that here and there. So no guys, I just, like I said, I can't, I, I can't uh, at all. With, with, with some of that, I can't. And, 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 and my, well, like I said, you waging a propaganda war. It, we, it's like I said, put they, it's time to put their mess out there on, on, a, on a daily. I have no problem putting their mess out there. You know, I, I live for that. You're not going to be sitting up there trying to, mm -mm, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. Hugh Hefner. Yeah. They don't ever talk about Hugh Hefner at all. Now I like to know like what 
some of you guys think about this situation uh uh with r kelly so this so this is what i'm gonna do if you would like to come on and talk about it i'm gonna put my email link in in the uh description box and then what i'm gonna do give me a second That's my email. Um, if you email me and you would like to come on on the hangout, um, email me and I can get you the link. And then I'd like to hear what you think about the situation with R. Kelly and all these other white men that's not being called out. Because they're not being called out at all. So that that's my uh, email if you'd like to come on give you a chance to, to, to speak your piece. Yeah. Oh, Stephen Collins. Yes. Yes. He admitted to fooling with children. And, and, and I, I even put up that video, re put that video back up on my Instagram just so people can see that. Yes. He admitted that mess, Stephen Collins. You sure did, but, but, you know, and then, then you remember, uh, when Corey Feldman was calling out the pedophiles in Hollywood, Barbara Walters got mad about it. And you guys understand these white women, um, are complicit too. Brian Singer. Yep. He, another one, he was directing uh, gardens of the galaxy. And you know, a lot of the people who, who was the actors on guardians of the galaxy, do you know a lot of them were pissed off when they took him off of the uh, next movie? They were pissed off, even though they knew what he was being accused of. They were pissed off about it. Some of them were saying they were thinking about not doing the next movie because he wasn't going to direct it. A lot of them are complicit. You understand, like, like during slavery, you know, white women knew their husbands were raping black women. They knew their husbands were sleeping with black children. They knew this and, and that, that, and a lot of these guys who are, are the pedophiles or whatever, they can, some of them got women and these women be knowing what they doing. Come on. Women know if you around another woman real quick. Well, no, he didn't have Charlie Sheen to have AIDS. He had uh, uh HIV, not AIDS. Woody Allen. Yeah, that's another one. My thing is, you know, I don't care how wrong a black person you said. Yeah. You said a movie open secret. Um, I'm going to download that one. I'm probably going to put that one on my website. That way people can go watch it on my website. Um, because I know, I know on YouTube, I heard they always try to pull it down. Anything exposing them, they want to pull it down. Well, as I stated guys, if any of you would like to come in and have a conversation about R. Kelly, like I say, just email me at Philip Scott at advice. As we wrap up the Advice Media Network podcast, if you would like to support our podcast, click the button at the top and you can support us once a month. It helps us to continue to do our podcast. Many people have asked us to bring in more topics and we want to make sure to keep uploading topics to the podcast. We want to thank the two people who have joined us as monthly supporters, people like you definitely make time and effort much easier. 
Also, if you have not joined us on YouTube, you can do that at youtube.com slash the advice show TV. If you go to the pinned comment on any of the video, all our links will be there. You can subscribe to all our YouTube channels. You can check out our website. You can join us, um, on our Teespring store. If you want to get some shirts, everything's there. If you are interested in diving more into the show, thank you for listening. See you next time.